You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. They come from the bowels of hell, guided by a master plan for complete domination of the earth. It arouses such emotion that the management has been forced to state positively no refund. Deliberations of Doom continues its exploration of the Halloween franchise with part two. Joining me, Chris Cox, here are... Patience! Nicholas. Alan. Brian. Brian Salisbury from Junk Food Cinema. Hello. You guys should totally be checking out Junk Food Cinema. We're oh, boards with our bo- old buddy C. Robert Cargill. This is true. And they talk about... He's okay. That, <laughs> what, what, I, I, I kind of like you and Scott Weinberg had an interchange recently on a Twitter that made me laugh where he was saying, like, why are there so many podcasts out there that are about nothing but bagging on films? Hmm. And you said, this is the reason Junk Food Cinema exists. Well, that, and I think what I said was that and somebody read the kids menu at the back of the Necronomicon and we popped up. But, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, that, that was the whole thing is like, there's a lot of great podcasts that are really good about shitting on movies. Like, they're really funny, but like, I want to talk about why I love Geostorm, not why I think it's a terrible <laughs> piece of shit. Like, I can't go with you on that. <laughs> sorry, what? No, I'm Geostorm sorry. and the core are like the God's perfect okay, double feature. First of all, I fucking love the core. Oh my I God. I couldn't. Yeah. Doing yeah. Welcome back I, to the core cast. I fucking love Let's talk about the core right now. Hillary Swank. Amazing. Anyway, um, like twelve Oscar winners in that movie. By the way, <laughs> twenty twelve was better than that. Oh God! I write for twenty twelve. I'm not even going to yeah. have this conversation with you right now. <laughs> oh, Halloween all the time. So this Halloween. is why we exist to so cause this kind of Halloween. dysfunction among Obviously, people. Obviously, the next episode of Deliberations of Doom is apocalypse movies that Patience doesn't like. <laughs> uh, That's a thing. There's right one. Though. Wait, yeah, I think there's it's not only. Many. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> you didn't, yeah, you didn't get to see the film Molly. I'm just saying. I, I I pitched one to the Sci-Fi Channel recently. I found they were following me on Twitter out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, I decided to troll them. So I was like, Oh, good, you're following me now. Here's 13 unsolicited pitches for movies, <laughs> and the first one I pitched was called Earthquack. And it was an earthquake opens a hole in the earth and giant prehistoric ducks come out and start trampling over major cities. Is they the stopped rock following in me. It? Is the rock of course, in the rock is in it. Okay. Well, I'm in. I'm in. I just, John I just yes. saw a poster for a movie that's coming out called Clown NATO. <laughs> I think that was one of my pitches. Those goddamn bastards. I think you got you have royalties coming to you. Yeah. Well, we are not here to talk about Apocalypse Are movies. you sure? We're here to talk about the Halloween films where we already, in our first cast, talked about Halloween 1 through 3, you know, the important ones. And then now we're here to talk about what happened next. Come with us and you will glean how we feel about Halloween. Movies. <laughs> movies. <laughs> we're about Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers, which they had oh. to put it in the title so everyone was clear. That so they'd come please, back. Please, <laughs> come this time. Yeah. Yeah. Mustafa Khan's like, I will give you all so much money. Please just come to the theater. I really feel like that was super racist, but no, that's, that's, okay. that's how he talks. That's his actual, I've seen yeah. several interviews yeah, with that's him. That's how he talks, that is. True. Yeah. Um, his son is actually the one who's yes. now like taken over his role with the, the as of the latest Halloween film. True story. Absufafa Maka Junior. Oh, but I'm racist. <laughs> okay, good to know. But I can't pronounce his name. You I'm basically sorry. called him Prince Ali Akkad. <laughs> See, so like the second one ends in like with John Carpenter going, I don't want to do another Michael Myers film. With they them. literally burn it down. They burn everything down at the yeah, end of two. Decide, seemingly decidedly kill Michael Myers in a way that he could not possibly. The last shot is the mask. 
melting. Like you would think he was dead the inside of it. On his face. Yes. Burning out. And you're like, there's no way. After after two that. gunshots to both eyes. And Donald, yeah. Ple- can we talk about Donald Pleasant's like, 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 fuck it. We're both going to hell. Like, boom, I'm going with you. Like, it's incredible. But this movie suggests that Michael Myers has been in a coma for 10 years since that explosion. Uh, <laughs> he's been tra- transferred to a sanitarium. Uh, but... On route, he overhears some ambulance drivers saying that his sister, which now establishes sister, Laurie Strode, has just a writer out of the series. She died in a car accident. But guess what? Somewhere along the line, she had a daughter. And that piece of information gives him Jason Voorhees strength. And he proceeds to put his thumb through the skull of the doctor. Dude, I just want to say that was the weirdest kill in any of these films, period. Where because the like, doctor bled black? I, no, I'm just like, <laughs> he kills a guy by... Putting his thumb through the forehead, forehead. Of not even, not even the, the eye, eye. straight how forehead. Do, how does that even work? <laughs> He's got that Voorhees strength, bro. I just went, okay. He hasn't been in a coma. He's been in the weight room. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awkward kill. But, yes, it is an awkward kill. But he goes back to Haddonfield as you do because he wants to find his niece Jamie, played by uh, played by Danielle Harris. Who I want to tell a quick story uh, when she was in Hatchet Two, which came to Fantastic Fest. I won't name any names, but there was a moderator at that Q and A who asked her the following question, and I wanted to throw things. The question was, um, "So, what was it like for you to be in a horror film? I know this is your f- first." Oh, to Danielle Harris, oh my God. and I, I was like, dude, dude, if you don't know, why would you, why would you like, buy, like, why would you assume that you're correct and that it's her first if you don't know? Meanwhile, Samuel Loomis, Donald Pleasance, is like, oh shit, Michael escaped. Well, I know where he's going. So, I love how they treat him in this movie, which is like, oh my god, here he comes again. He just kicks the door down, like, Michael Myers escaped! And they're like, yes, we know, like, he's going to Haddonfield! It's like, oh my god, will you please just retire? <laughs> Go. Like, you imagine, for, okay, so it's been ten years since the, the second one, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it, the, the chronology is that, you know, the, the first two movies take place in the same night, so it's been ten years since that night. And you have to imagine, like, every potluck they've ever had at this hospital. <laughs> every, like, every time it's somebody's birthday. Is Michael just, still here? Sam yeah, Lewis no, is like, Michael's he's back, here. he's alive! And like, he's no, he's old, no, dead no. eyes. <laughs> Did I tell you about the blackest eyes? Yeah, do you want to sign Debbie's birthday card or not? Like, <laughs> He also sets up the beginning of uh, uh, Michael's hatred for anyone who works at gas stations. This uh, is true. <laughs> <laughs> he just, oh, it's a gas station, I gotta kill I think, everyone there. I think the real tragedy of Michael Myers is that he's very body conscious because he is all about coveralls. Yeah. He is all about the coveralls. He wears that, that like that one piece like yeah, you know, mechanic. Suit. Yeah. 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 Like, it I says mean, like Jeff like on the name tag <laughs> and nobody notices. Hey Jeff, how you doing today? Jeff, what's with the William Shatner mask? We are inexplicably still selling in Haddonfield. <laughs> Why are you so silent? Uh, but yeah, this does to some extent try to go back to the first film in the way that it's Halloween night. It's a lot of babysitter stuff. Babysitter taking care of Jamie. Uh, she's living there with her foster family uh, and their teenage daughter, Rachel. Uh, who I, One of my disappointments of the fifth movie is that Rachel, I actually really like Rachel as a character. Yeah. And they just, they, they totally Sigourney Weaver aliens three her. And, well, and, Rachel and, is, and, is, and, a, is a rare, like much like Jamie Lee Curtis, is a rare female character in horror 
that never makes a bad decision. Like, there's never a point where you're like, oh, my God, why would you do that? Why would this, that, the other thing? Like, you are completely with her the entire time. And so, yeah, when the fifth one unceremoniously just fucking guts her in the first ten minutes, it's like, oh. Is it his point? Well, it's his point, yeah. They weirdly take a a totally different character who was not introduced here at all, who clearly was written to be this character originally, the sister. No, what it was, and this is the fucking bonkers part of this, is that this was supposed to be the same friend who is in five seconds of the fourth one and if you notice they refer to her in the fourth one as Lindsay right because it was supposed to be the grown-up version of Lindsay the little girl from the first one and they abandoned that storyline altogether yeah, okay. so when they got to five it's supposed to be the same goddamn friend but now she has a new name and I'm like no that was go- like bring that back if you made her Lindsay from the first movie maybe I would forgive the fact that you completely switched to this character we've known for 10 seconds being the heroine of this movie and giving a shit whether Jamie lives or dies well, can I say though Jesus that for fucking Christ I'm just saying for Rachel she is the most obnoxious like man friends in the history of well, well it's because she saddled up to fucking overalls from uh, Dazed and Confused that was her first mistake <laughs> she's wondering who that actor the was the dude's names to her best friends are Brad Brady and Wade. Which no chats. The, the, all it's missing is a chat. Well, if you take a, if you take a Brad and a Brady and mix them together, you basically got a Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, you got Brad, a Chad situation. Going into the, the the weird rapey fratty thing that was very common in horror films. At this uh, point. No offense to anybody that listens to this that are named Brad, Chad, or Brady. I really thought you were going to say no offense to anyone listening who's an actual rapist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like you don't have to no, qualify that. Anyone who's an actual rapist. Total offense to those people listening yes. to us right away. Thank this, you. This is also the first one where the original mask was decidedly completely lost. They couldn't find it. And this mask looks terrible. It does. I want to say this right off the bat. Like, I'm, I'm kicking this movie in the balls a little bit. But I actually think this is the most underrated sequel of the entire franchise. Um, Dwight Little, who directed this movie, has a really interesting career. He's done some, like... He directed a Steven Seagal movie called Marked for oh, Death. Oh, dear fucking God. No, stick with me. Stick with me. I'm not a huge Seagal fan. I'll give you that. But I hope not. But he's got a few good ones. I, like, I'm not even, like, personally, he's... he's a rapist! He's oh, a bag of dicks, personally. No, he's a... Kevin Spacey had some good movies, and he's a rapist. Look, that's not at all what I'm talking about. It has a twist ending similar to The Prestige that is fucking bonkers and, like, makes that one of the most interesting Seagal movies to watch because it's like, you bothered to add a twist ending? Why? It's a Seagal movie. Was the one with the Jamaicans? That was, yes. Mark yes, that's yeah, Mark that's the one. That I he made also made a movie with Brandon Lee and Powers Booth called Rapid Fire that's fucking great. I like, love Rapid, Rapid Fire. Fire. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's one of those things See? that he's made some really cool movies. He's and I, and I think what he did with this one was to bring everything that was great about Halloween and make it a late 80s slasher. He brought everything that had started to identify late 80s slasher movies into the Halloween world and not the other way around so that everything that happens in this movie that feels like a late 80s slasher feels at home in the Halloween world. And and it's actually pretty impressive. I totally agree with that. In the context of what was happening at the time with the Friday the 13th and the Jason movies and whatnot, this movie fits in with that. Like, so even though the first one kind of started this whole trend of slashers, this one actually found its footing and fit in with what was happening and what people were expecting to see. Yeah. 
And on top of that, it definitely assured us that Michael Myers was in this over and over. Yes, that's true. It, could, it like reminded. In fact, there's a scene where there are several Michael Myers for some fucking reason. It's a prank that the the kids in town like to play on the cops. Like, well, it's called almost get murdered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was so stupid. Thank God those kids were wider. They all would have been shot. That's am I right? One of the things I wrote in my notes, I was like, uh, "Good thing this was a modern day because you would be dead yeah. right now." But I, I felt like overall, I. I did not like this movie. I thought it was ridiculous. I thought the the kills were pretty terrible. They're, they're actually are, relatively goreless in this. Movie. I, yeah, I, have to, I have to disagree. Dumb. I like the kills in this movie. I like that I there are moments not. where they subvert expectation. Like there's a great moment where Michael Myers gets a hold of a shotgun and is pointing it at like Bimbo number five. I can't remember what her name is because they don't make her a character in this movie. And instead of shooting her, which is what it looks like he's about to do, he impales her with the entirety which of the shotgun. Which is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, mean, I it was, was on board. Yeah, I really like, I'm pretty really sure like that, that Brian and Chris were rock hard during that because they are just... <laughs> during like, oh. that? How about right now? It hasn't gone away. Hold on, hold on. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> you, seriously? I mean, everyone makes such awful decisions in this movie. This is the classic, like, oh, I'm a girl and can't decide whether or not I should run away to the cops or hide in a closet where I'm going to get murdered But it also has it, it also has the message of the franchise that's the most responsible about gun control, which is bizarre. <laughs> like, there's this posse of, like, Rednecks who look, and this is one of the things I really like about it is they spread Haddonfield out just enough that it still feels like a very small town, but they like go into the bar where all the dudes are hanging out. That by the way, if this was made in 2018, uh, at least two or three red trucker hats are showing up in this group. That's all I'm gonna say. And they all jump into their trucks like, there's no answer at the police station. That ain't right. Come on, mob. They're the most motivated is, yeah. mob ever. They're but then they like- shoot one of their own, and the sheriff is like, you fuckers don't get to carry guns anymore. Are you out of your goddamn minds? It uh, is. It is a really good, good uh, uh, view of, of vigilantism, I guess. I guess a, a little, but bit. they are like they're so fast to action. I kind of like that though, where they're like, there, there may have been a killing. It's like. Guys, we prepared for this. <laughs> we've been waiting. As a well-regulated militia, this is basically what we've trained for. And Let me just step away from my lighted Spuds McKenzie sign behind me, which is definitely in this movie. I think my biggest problem with this movie is there's a lot of females just standing there and screaming while Michael Myers walks towards them ever so slowly. See, I, I feel and then he crushes their heads. And you're just like, really? Like, I feel like... just screamed for and, and I'm forget now. I'm forgetting her name, but Jamie's stepsister, her foster sister, uh, in this movie, actually is really, really smart and really capable. Um, I will, I will give you that the char- Rachel's character? Rachel. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I will give you that the character who sleeps with Rachel's boyfriend literally answers the door to trick or treaters with no pants on, <laughs> which I was like, uh, uh, cops do it better. Cops do it by the book. Is what the shirt says. My, and then the candy I'm giving you boys is going through puberty like that. Seriously, <laughs> cops do it by the book, and then oh. her boyfriend comes down the the stairs, and she's just like shocked. Like, yeah. It's like, how did we get caught? This was such a great cheating plan we had. And let's go have sex by a fire, which every teenager has ever done, ever. Why are you b- 
it breaking up with me right now. <laughs> um, uh, uh, oh, 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 my God. Was, oh, uh, I will say this is probably my third favorite of the Halloween movie endings. Oh, though. fuck. Oh, the ending is uh, great. Yeah. The ending is great. The ending is really what they were building towards with this whole movie, which is the idea kind of piggybacking off of all of... Dr. Loomis's diatribes about how evil just exists in people and the idea that it laid dormant inside of Jamie, who is so sweet and innocent throughout this whole movie until the, like, you see little flashes of her kind of uh, drifting over into a darker presence. And then by the end of the movie, it's like, oh, fuck, we brought this full circle. And you could tell Dwight Little thought this was going to be the end of the franchise because he totally brings it full circle from the first fucking shot of the first movie. And then they were like, uh, five were making it, so she didn't actually kill her stepmother with a pair of scissors, even though that's totally what it looks like. And, and yet, like I said, moving on to five, The Revenge of Michael Myers, I, it's, uh, right off the bat, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, because you're like, that was a great ending. My, like, Dr. Loomis going, no, the evil is in the bloodline. Like, well, that, because, that she, right. because she touched him, and then now she has a psychic connection. Right. I right. thought you were saying she touched Dr. Loomis, like, no, it's some kind of, Michael. like, fallen disease. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just transfers from person to person. It's like, it's, it's like, like open mouth, yeah. Real quick, before we go to five, I do want to mention there is a shot of Michael Myers in four with bleach blonde hair. Yeah. And out of the one yeah. shot, he pops up, he has the blondest hair ever. And those like, Holy where did that shit, come from? Alan, thank you because he's redhead, he's blackhead. He's... You're gonna have to take that up with George P. Wilbur, who played oh, Michael Myers in this movie. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sakes, are you serious? No IMDb in she front of me, nothing George up my sleeve. No, I'm yeah. just George P. Like, Wilbur are is the you worst really for her. that much of. Oh, you have warned you. I'm like, know, oh, how would you not know. know this by now? And Chris warned me, and we warned Alan and Nick, but. <laughs> and then the evil passed from one person to the next, and yeah, we just had we, we yeah. held hands, and now I am Mike Myers. So at the end, of you the keep lot- calling. First of all, you keep calling him Mike Myers, which is a completely different movie for me. <laughs> Are you scary, baby? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, baby. <laughs> And the shape is that better? The shape, yeah. The shape was never in the Love Guru, so yeah, I think we're safe there. <laughs> Get your belly in my kitchen knife. <laughs> <laughs> Can I call him Mikey? Is Mikey acceptable? Mikey likes to murder. (laughs) (laughs) He likes likes it. it. He likes it. Uh, Like half our viewers, like I have no idea what. Everyone's like, and unsubscribe. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't do that. We're old. So yeah, this fifth one, like, all right. So when we see him die, Myers at the end of the last one, it's like he's shot multiple times. He falls mysteriously down a mine shaft that just happens to be there. (laughs) Because uh, I thought this was Illinois, not rural Pennsylvania. Yeah, There's just open mine shaft. Then explodes. Also, <laughs> and then, and then he like body surfs down the river. Yeah. To like, <laughs> so, yeah, this one explains. Oh yeah, you thought he blew up? No, he was fucking totally like he. Had so a really, it wasn't a mine shaft. It was a well, and he's baby Jessica. That's yeah, what we right? need to take away from this. Movie. He, he wakes out. Uh, he he meets in the, in in the fifth one a hermit. Who, uh, like, it's like, oh, this poor guy. A hermit with a tropical parrot. It's covered Mm -hmm. with blood and has a butcher knife and a mask. I'll take care of him. I will nurse you back to health, gentle killer. Only long enough for him to come and wake up and kill him. You know what's really wild about that to me? Because this movie takes place a year after the events of four. Right. And understand, he's probably just been laying there motionless and silent. And this hermit just keeps this corpse of a man. (laughs) 
<laughs> there for a full year just laying in his hut? That hut has to smell even worse than it did before the corpse got there. What is that hermit doing? What is it? What is his plan with this guy? A plant or something? Yeah. You know? He's like, Throw isn't this the guy who did that shotgun kill? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> now, meanwhile, Jamie has been uh, put into a children's hospital because her whole family is dead, basically, except for her sister. Uh, she's been because of the trauma of the previous film and what happened. No, 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 no. Important, important distinction. Oh. Her foster parents are not dead. Oh, That's the weirdest they're... part of this movie. Oh. They're just gone. They just are just. They just the fucking plot. took off like Laurie Strode's parents. Like, <laughs> bye. Yeah, bye, yeah. Haddonfield. It's weird that only Rob Zombie explored anything about Michael Myers' parents. Let's not give too much credit. I feel like we're venturing into giving credit to Rob Zombie. That, that's, that's never that's happened mistake. in any of the other films. They don't even discuss them. It's never even brought up. It is weird that if your son kills your oldest, you leave the the, the youngest daughter in the same town where he did that and you just piece the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get rid of this one and get out of here. Yeah, we're yeah. done. I actually had the biggest problem with um, they never really addressed Sunday and then all of a sudden she has Max, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? So we had a beautiful golden retriever named Sunday, and now we have a Doberman named Max. Yeah, it's th- this franchise is not friendly to dogs. However, I yeah. feel that if you if you frame this in the context of Carpenter's entire career and the thing still exists, everything else involving dog death feels very tame. <laughs> because I've said it that's, before, that's I will make this joke one more time. That movie is Bow Wow Schwitz. Like, they kill all of those dogs so horribly in that movie. And for some reason, maybe it's because I know it's Rob Bettine, I'm still on board. I'm like, I'm At totally fine. At least he fine. didn't kill the baby kittens. That's true. Aw, baby kittens. By the like way, monkey that's the part of this movie that really pisses me off is nobody... Is kittens? In, no. Nobody in Hattonfield acts like they should after what happened last year. They're still selling the masks. They still haven't canceled Halloween. They haven't canceled, canceled Halloween. Canceled Everybody's Halloween. making fucking jokes about being chased by Michael Myers. Like, ha ha ha, just a prank. I'm Dudes like, fuck you, just a prank. Dudes are literally dressing up in Michael Myers' outfit. That would be like if it... And not being shot by cops. So. Can you imagine if in September of 2002, someone's like, oh, someone flew a plane into the World Trade Center again. <laughs> you wouldn't laugh at that joke. You'd be like, fuck, dude, that was last year. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Half our NRA membership is down because of what that happened was last year. 17 years ago, and we're still not laughing. At we're still not crazy about it, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to Michael. Yeah, so, like, uh, Michael is, a, he finds his way out of his coma eventually with the help of Hobo, soon to be dead guy. Coming back to the town, Jamie is having, like, hallucinations, but it's clear that it's because she has a telepathic link uh, going on with him. Uh,. And all this ends up with a, another Halloween movie that, for the, <laughs> that, that, that like for the butt results in another Halloween. No, but I mean, like on the on the book, it's like okay, we're going through the motions again of the same thing, but this time adding some really dumb elements to it. Oh. You know, for one thing, that we see for the first time the mark of Thorn on, on Michael's the bullshit room. of no. bullshit on his yeah. bullshit. Wait, wait, we're talking about five. Yeah, yeah, five. That's the first time we see it. Is the mark it's, of it's Thorn on his wrist? wrist. Oh, five and. Six were kind of filmed like in the idea that they, no, because six actually happened way after in yeah. filming, but they were written around old. the same time. No, what I uh, what I find funny is that Patience is basically wandering through this franchise like she's got a mall directory. She's like, wait, where are we? Are we by the Nordstroms? No, this is part five. This is part five. Okay. Wait, no, oh, oh, wait, we're at Urban Outfitters right now. <laughs> I hate them. By the way, Hot Topic, you can still buy all the Michael Myers shirts you want. <laughs> I, I will say that for uh, 
more, like, I really, I know we disagree on this one, but I actually think that um, uh, Daniel Harris is really not good in that movie. And mm. I think in here, she's actually pretty good. She clearly has taken some acting lessons. Do you know who she beat out for this role, by the way? Melissa Joan Hart. Yep, yep, yep. And the reason she beat Melissa wow. Joan Hart is because Daniel Harris has an amazing fucking scream. Like, even at even scream, at scream. six or seven that she was, or ten, I think yeah, she was even at the time. At, but in five, she's mute for three, four. Yeah, that's the thing, so. is they're like, we're going to ask more of you as a child actor. You're going to have to basically do Greek mask acting through most of this fucking movie. She is really good at this She's movie. very, she is very good. the shining point of the movie. Yeah. This is also the movie that introduces the weird, goofy cops that are... Oh, I hate them. Every time they're in the movie, there's a clown <laughs> on that plays. It is fucking Hanna-Barbera time, and this fuck, no, I'm like, this is, you know what this is? Is somebody going, you know what my favorite part of Last House on the Left is? The worst part of Last House on the Left. The rapey? The cops. The cops who are just like, I guess we're going to investigate this rape. But that's not, fuck those guys. That's not close to as bad as the, no, I hate the rape Michael Myers with a single tear. Yeah, he's like, oh my God, there's literally Michael Myers showing emotion in a sequence here. That's bad. Crying, and I was like, what are you doing? And the guy, the fuck, the guy who fucking plays him in this movie ended up making basically the expendables of guys who have played horror icons. It came out like last year. I can't remember the name of it, but the whole plot is that. um, uh, Death House. I think that might be what it's called. Yeah. They go to it's a about, horror. It's about to officially get released shortly. It's it's a bunch of guys who go to a horror convention. It's like Kane Hodder. Oh no! no, no one no. of the guys oh, who played Pinhead. About Hellfest. Yes, maybe. I think that's correct. And it's like those guys. Something weird happens to them when they like wander off from an autograph signing. But I'm like, of all the guys who have played Michael Myers, you got the guy from Part Five whose mask doesn't even fit correctly and bells out for some reason, like there's a blade at the bottom, or like he's the guy in Beetlejuice who swallowed a bone. Like what is <laughs> going on with this fucking mask. I was going to say, there is a movie coming out that was made like three years ago called Death House. It was written by Gunnar Hansen before he died. And it's got almost everybody in the history of horror who ever played monsters. Wait, Gunnar Hansen died? Yeah, yeah, ago, yeah. yeah, for him and him and uh, Marilyn Cha- Marilyn Chambers, excuse but, me. But it's got Barbara Crampton in it. It's got the girl who was the killer in Sleepaway Camp in it. It's oh got my God. Otter in it. It's got Michael Berryman in it. Have you guys it. talked about it's Sleepaway got, Camp yet on this yeah. show? Yeah, not yet. No, no, yeah. we haven't. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of well, that. Should definitely happen. Yeah. Oh boy, that's yeah. definitely going to happen. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this is uh, that that sensitive Michael Myers part is the part that makes me go. Kinda fuck this movie. How fucking long are we in that house in part five? Is this? Oh my god. Is this the one where they make the Myers house like a mansion? Yes. The mansion Myers house? There's just endless rooms in it. Fucking, they're like, you know what? Let's get Shirley Jackson to design the Myers house for some reason. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? I do want to point out that. Was a guy named Spitz? Who's the dude with all oh, the bar? fucking all time worst bro in these movies? Seriously, his Spitz laugh me. made me want to punch <coughs> him in the face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, can we talk about the fact that Michael Myers has a long con to kill one of these girls? Where he's going to take her to get some cigarettes, and like he puts on a different mask, and I'm like, That's weird. What yeah. are you doing? Just cut her throat. What I'm, the fuck is up with you? Getting into once again where everyone was finally like, dude, now guys, seriously, you're going to have to tell us about how Michael Myers needs to drive. Which is addressed finally in the sixth film, but but we'll get to that. In a yeah. second. I seriously, in my notes, I'm like, when the fuck did Michael Myers learn how to drive? He was he was his- doing very well last night. <laughs> Maybe someone here gave him lessons. Thank you, uh, New Loomis. New but, Loomis. Um, <laughs> 
Someday, Brian. But he is. Sam Newman. He's seriously hot rodding in that thing. Well, no, like, and and he has you know? really nice cars, Why too. Why are you bothering? Why are you bothering okay, with anything? I'm sorry, but if I lived in an asylum or and or was a supernatural being my whole entire life, pretty sure I still do not know how to drive. Yeah. My, my, my question isn't even Literally. his driving ability. It's why are you bothering with this? You put on a different mask. You let her think that you're her boyfriend. She tries to make out with you. Then she wants to stop pursuing. Just cut her throat. What are you doing? Not to mention he has red hair again. This would be like if Jason Voorhees set up a fake Tinder profile to lure one of the campers into a date. Like, what are you even fucking doing? Yeah, this does indeed set up something that feels like it's going to lead to something interesting, which is to say now. it doesn't. But Swipe uh, left. Which is uh, Johnny Cash parents. Yes. The man in black, in the, in the, in the black duster with the clicky the, the clicky boots who, who shows up in, in in a scene that's very weird to watch Michael Myers in a jail cell in a fully just playing scene. with the chain like that's great awesome. very yeah. strange like he shows up kills everyone in there and breaks him out like okay this is seems like an arguably cool thing to now, add to the mythology I talk a lot about one of my favorite weird kind of subgenres of movies which is any movie that features a siege on a police station mm-hmm. I mean, you have obviously the great sort of like Terminator, uh, Maniac Cop 2, uh, uh, <laughs> Headshot, which came out a couple of years ago. Uh, like, you seen The Night Comes for us yet? Yeah, it's oh, the fucking Night Comes. It's one of my favorite movies this year. Yeah, absolutely. So Timo! I'm Team Timo. Um, but this is the worst police station siege I've ever seen because basically we're watching it from behind a scrim while there's like a fog machine and some orange lights. And I'm like, fuck. You. You've been setting up this Johnny Cash asshole the entire movie, and he shows up with a machine gun. We don't even get to see what happens, and then the last shot of the movie is, oh, here's a burned-up prison cell. Credits. Fuck you. Yep. I mean, the way this film starts is a fuck you. The way it ends is a fuck you. It's pretty much a fuck you. Fuck you, Dominique Gerard, director of Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. And you're, wa- and you're watching this nope, and going... that's the sixth one. This film's not... It. Couldn't possibly get worse. This series couldn't possibly get worse than 5. Oh, but just oh, you wait. Oh, just you wait. For Halloween... Beer. For the first film that doesn't have a number in it now, in the series. this is controversial because some releases it was actually called Halloween 6. 666, The Curse of Michael Myers. True. Uh, I've, I've been told those were early No, no, no. Games. You're not wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong to do that. But right. somehow they did that. This was called Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, but it is Halloween 6. And this is was filmed, surprisingly, many years later in 1995. Yeah. Um, this is filmed when they literally had Donald Pleasance on life support between shots. Oh, like, yeah. He but, is not well. But I can oh, tell he, you guys out there who are big fans of Paul Rudd, we all, who doesn't love Paul Rudd, right? Not Paul Rudd. In this movie? Not me. No, no, no. In general. <laughs> yeah, no. This was his... Cinematic debut playing a young Tommy Jarvis, right? Like yeah. the, the kid who Tommy, no, 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 Tommy no, no. Doyle. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Jarvis sorry. is the the, re- the only recurring character from the Friday the Thirteenth. Right, sorry, 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 yeah. got it mixed up. But the kid that Laurie was started was babysitting in the first. Come time. on, Jason, you pussy! <laughs> sorry, Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> I was like, there were earlier scripts for sequels where that would have involved him and the girl who he's babysitting Lindsay. being the primary characters that got tossed out. Yeah, I feel like Lindsay got the shaft over and over in this franchise. It's kind of the issue with all these sequels is like a cool idea that's abandoned. Yeah. Like there's like so many, even with setting up Jamie as the killer from 4 to 5, or like if, if they like run with that, even have her and Michael, there's yeah. like something this, there this feels and everything like, gets thrown away. You're so right. This feels like in the writer's room, 
this was what was thrown out, and people started going, that's stupid. And the fucking petulant writer's like, oh, you got a better idea? You got a better idea? I want to hear it. And no one had one, and there should have been one person going, I have a better idea. Not that. Not <laughs> anything but this, yeah. Let's uh, not do that. Here it is 1989. Michael Myers uh, and his niece Jamie are abducted from the pa- uh, the police station. As Which is saw. so weird because, first of all, this movie's made in 1995 and they're pretending yeah. it's 1980. No, 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 it starts with those scenes where they add extra stuff and then it switches to 1995. Oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, where it, a totally different actress, by the way, the, Daniel Harris would have been old enough to play the role at this point. But, she but was, smart enough not to. No, she wanted to. Oh, poor girl. No, there's no, a whole no, no, no. story about how they fucked her over on this situation. Which is not surprising, because the director of this movie, I believe his name is Tony Gillespie, or Tony... Uh, Joe Chappelle. Joe Chappelle. Oh, okay. That's I was not way even off. I was way off. Not even close. Not even close. Ha! First miss of the oh, night, though. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, but he did Phantoms, which was the bomb, yo. Fa- you know, Ben Affleck was the bomb. I, 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 no, no, no. I By the way, I watched that movie recently. It's not good. Shut the fuck up, Dean. This is awesome. No, he's not. Um, uh, anyway, first of all, can I just interject quickly? Um, so when we very first see Danielle Harris in four, they mention that she's seven years old. Yeah. And then in five, it's a year later. So it should be a yeah. So they mention in six, it's... Six years later. Six, so she would have been 14. Which yeah. is weird because this movie opens with her being forced to give birth in a cult yeah. hospital. Yeah. yeah. Very which, strange. Which, by the way, so, cult Hospital? (laughs) What is that? that, that, She is not playing this role. Once again, um, uh, J.C. Brandy is playing it, who looks like she's 30. Uh, (laughs) So I don't know where that came from. But this, um, she's supposed, she's 14 years old. Yeah. uh, The character. The hospital in Hellraiser 2 looks like more of an accredited hospital than wherever the fuck (laughs) she gives birth in this movie. This is the only Halloween film other than Halloween 3 that Michael Myers is not really the star of. Uh, Yeah. Because it's about the cult. It's a film about the cult. Fucking rude. Even this sequence, like right off the bat, she's impregnated. She's being tracked. She's her baby's taken away by the man in black, who's the leader of this druid cult. He's uh, like the beast. But this, me. but a but a midwife who's there mysteriously changes her mind about being part of the cult. I guess helps her. Ah, uh, but after she's murdered, she becomes the nun in the Conjurverse. <laughs> I made that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, is she? <laughs> Might as well be. Why not? Chris totally believed you. Right I know now. the actress from there has been in a lot of horror films. I wasn't. I was like. Wow, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that that was true. <laughs> Headcanon. Oh, um, one, one thing I, I want to mention real quick before I forget. Loomis' is opening scene, but he got plastic surgery. Yeah. I know that his face is all well. I love well. you so much. I'm going to do old Loomis. No, I'm not fucking putting on that makeup anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and you were mentioning how he was in poor health. And you could really tell because in five, he is like... Bad shit insane. They fucking throw it like Going I know it's crazy. a stunt double, but like yeah. but in four it? he's jumping behind like barrels to avoid an explosion at a gas station. In five he gets slashed and thrown off the banister. Like and then six he's like, six is like, I'll get there eventually. And five he's literally like screaming at kids and making dogs freaked out. He's that's true. Like, he's like wild grabbing random five. kids and it's like, oh, look. No, there's a scene in five where they're like, Loomis, <laughs> maybe don't grab random kids. Like, <laughs> Maybe don't he's, do that. He's got like a walker, and he's just like, "I'll get you eventually, Michael." Such a gentle soul, and but, but everything's set up because Jamie gets away just long enough to make a phone call to 
a radio station. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary does. She calls Don Imus. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Dr. Lim was apparently it's his favorite station because he <laughs> he's like, what? I've been waiting. I knew that. I love bad. Bob and Tom in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what cracked me up was like Paul Rudd, which I mean, this is his very first role, guys. And he plays, like, the creepy fucking, like, Michael Myers, like, psychos. Uh, he's stalking Mike Myers at this point. <laughs> and he's just, like, He's like, so, I love the love Hello. <laughs> what are you doing right now, Michael? Are you going t- to get Laurie Strode's foster niece? Let's talk like, about that for a second. Thank you. Because in this movie, and this is what I was talking about earlier with the weird grudges that Michael Myers holds... In this movie, he's going after the family that adopted Jamie Lee Curtis in the first. So basically, the family that sold his family's home. Like, dude, get a hobby. Okay, so I'm a little weirded out by what's happening here with the Strode family. Because it seems like they introduced new people who have the last name Strode. We have no clue where they came from or what they Dude, have to do. They're with running that house. Dude, they're or running this. They're yeah, running the foster house. Says. I'm oh. telling you, they're running the foster house where Goodwill Hunting went through. Oh wait, no. So it's the brother of Jamie's father, right? Who bought the house? It's fuck, dude. Who you bought have the, to, he bought the Myers Game house. of Thrones has less characters <laughs> to keep track of than this fucking family. I have notes and I can't follow. I it. I, I couldn't follow it at all. It's basically like you're a Strode, so I guess I, there's literally no one else for me to kill and at this then point. Obviously, they still have anger issues because that dad is a fucking dick. I just want to point out in the last two movies, four and five, the sheriff was played by the abusive dad from Goodfellas. And this dad is still more abusive. This dad is you shit. fuck. And he's like, since you showed up on my doorstep with you and your bastard, and he says that in front of like the five year old. That bastard hadn't been to school in two weeks. Oh wait, no, that's still oh, good fellas. By the way, I feel like we need to start this with oh, and, and, and for people who are like, no, 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 <laughs> no. For people who were like, oh yeah, I tried to watch all the movies before you watch. Uh, I listened to Liberations of Doom. Um. There's two wildly different versions of this film. Oh, I actually, Wait, I watched what? a producer's cut. What? Yeah, I did too. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen the theatrical cut of this because I've heard it's just nonsense. I like, watched... I've heard the last act makes no sense here's, at all. Here's I watched what... the version that was... Yeah, that was... on, on the YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've only seen the version that was on VHS. I don't know which one that is. That was the theatrical cut. Okay, the thing you need to understand about the director of this movie... The director of this movie decided when they were finished that he didn't really like Donald Pleasance. So there's a lot more Donald Pleasance that just got cut out of this movie. This is Donald Pleasant's last fucking movie, and you just decided because you didn't like the guy that you were going to... Fuck all of you. Are you kidding me? Like, that was the part that really made me hate this movie, that there could have been more Donald Pleasance in it, and he just decided... Not to put him in it. But you said you haven't seen the producer's cut? I don't know, honestly. I I mean, I feel like there's a fair amount of Donald Pleasance in the producer's cut. So the producer came in and went, fuck this director, I'm going to do it. I'm not really sure. There is a lot more Donald Pleasance in the producer's cut. Uh, The whole third act is completely different. Like, literally, like, wildly different. Wait, which one did we see? Actually, uh, we saw three. We saw the producer's cut. Yeah. Well, so what's, that what's the, the ending one? you remember I wanna, from? I wanna, the I ending, the you other say one the is. good one as if there's There is no good one. Like, yeah. There is a slightly I mean, less intolerable no one. one. I'm, I'm curious as yeah. what the ending you the ending that I The ending that I remember is complete bullshit. Like, they're like, well, I beat him to death with a pipe. That's pretty much it. 
Everyone go home. I'm going. Sorry, I'm going to Luby's for the early dinner. So they made it. They the made early it. bird special. It's delicious. They made a theatrical cut because basically the original one, they were like, yeah, that's fine and all, but this needs more gore. And then they go back after he's beaten him with a pipe. He like puts the kids in the car, and then they just cut back to the mask on the floor. An audio of Donald Pleasant's going, no, no, ah, and it's like, what? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's as nonsensical as the end of City of the Living Dead. Okay, so the, the producer's cut changes that entirely. Interesting. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's a very different end. He clearly says it's, he wants to go to the salad bar. <laughs> I went there six times! The end, of, the end of the producer's cut really has almost like a David Lynch feel to the ending. It's very strange. It's, Michael Myers is talking backwards. It's so <laughs> fucking crazy. Well, there's like a, there's like a tattoo Lord that appears, and there's like a transfer, and there's like cultist imagery. It's like a really coffee. weird. Uh, and I kind of appreciated the ending for being so batshit crazy. I always remember the, the cult leader being played by Charles Napier, and it's not Charles Napier, but it's an actor who looks exactly like Charles Napier, and it always trips me up. Just don't say that to him. He finds it offensive every <laughs> time he's told that. <laughs> the thing about... Uh, oh, oh, as well, Jamie Lloyd dies in the original right off the bat from uh, the theatrical cut. In the producer's cut, she does not. She survives the knife attack in the barn where she's killed by a wheat thresher, I believe, in, in the, See, the theatrical the, cut. Okay, she's, she's in a coma in the hospital it's and she's killed by a by thorn... Combine. She's killed by a, th- a thorn assassin in the hospital. What? Um, yeah. shot, shot in the head with a silencer, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. why can't... Okay, first of all, <laughs> you fucking idiots. If someone's already in a hospital in a coma, you inject air into the line and make it look like an accident. Why do I have to teach you these things? You're the goddamn cult of goddamn Thorn. I'm talking about this a lot. Um, I'm just I, saying. I have, like, a couple of things to talk about. Um, first of all, this is the worst plot I've ever seen. It's in awful. A, it, I mean, You're being very generous by using that word. I, I know a lot of people like to claim resurrection is the worst. This, this is, is the way worst. worse. Really um, is without worst. a doubt. Um, yeah. Also, like, Paul Rudd at one point... Paul Stephen Rudd, as he is credited sorry. in this movie. <laughs> introducing Paul Stephen Rudd. Starring Paul Stephen Rudd. At one point, he just, like, leaves the baby alone in his room, and I'm just like, who does that? Oh, you take the baby in. He's so just, bad at He also movie. finds he's that baby after, like, a day his, being in the bus stop. Yeah. Right? And I know. And see, that's the thing. It's like, trigger. seriously? Like, no one fucking discovered no one that this baby, baby in the bathroom? He, crying? he filmed this the same year he filmed his role in Clueless. Which, by the way, he's great the two yeah. characters are okay. not terribly dissimilar, totally. guys. Uh, in just gonna throw that in do. Halloween 6, he talks like this. He and home. he's trying to be Donald Pleasant. I was a boy maybe when I saw a little Michael bit. Myers. It's like, are you, did you fuck him? Like, where is it? It <laughs> sounds do. like a letter to Penthouse when he calls that radio I station. Do. I do really True. love one shot of Paul Rudd in it when he's, he first gets the baby and he's walking through the bus. And he gives this really weird, like, sinister turnaround look to the camera. He kind of gives this weird glance at it. And he's just like a cartoon character. Dude, not <laughs> since fucking part insane. two. That's all I'm going to say. I, I'm going to go on a little, like, Russ rant here. A little trademarked Russ we rant. We don't do those. We, I, we can go on a patience it's rant. It's not a trademarked patience rant. Patience rant. Yeah. But holy fucking shit. This dude. Sorry. Talking, talking to the mic. Into the mic. Yeah. So... Talking to the Mike Myers. That's just the... That's not even the mic. Love guru. Um, Danny. Let's talk about Danny here for a minute. Because he's the bastard that they clearly (laughs) hate. Everyone, even his mother, is like, God damn it, Danny. Why are you being such a bastard right now? (laughs) So Danny... (laughs) 
true. It's true, yeah, though. It's true. Why are you being so fatherless right now? Why does he run away from every single fucking thing? Like, he's all... He, okay, so I, I put this in my notes. I was like, why is he being such a Carl from Walking Dead? Like, he's uh, always like, okay, I want you to stay in this room, Danny. And then they turn around, and there's like, where did Danny go? And he's running across the street into Michael Myers's embrace... And you're just like, okay, I hope the little fucking kid dies because I hate him. I really, really hate they, this kid so much. They try so hard to set him up with the exact same storyline that they gave Daniel Harris. Like, where they're trying to set him up as the next kid to inherit the crazy. Which makes so no much. fucking sense whatsoever because he's not even three times removed from the bloodline of Michael Myers. It makes no sense. And then they completely abandon it about halfway through. It's bizarre. It's it's stupid. I mean, he's so annoying as a character. And then, yeah, you can tell that they are trying to set him up for the next set of Halloweens. And then, obviously, that isn't... Season yeah. of the Bastard, the next oh, sequel. God. Yeah. Season... <laughs> and then, at, thankfully, the next sequel is much better than this. Just saying. This, anyway. this is seriously True. a line that Ant Man says. I think <laughs> Michael is under the influence of an evil ruin. I think this movie is going to evilly ruin this franchise. Yeah, it's a little thorny. It's true. Hey, oh, what a shit. what a prick! What a prick! And then, <laughs> lastly, they just leave Loomis there. Oh, look. You know, there's an e. Okay, so the Loomis's predecessor, successor, we don't know. Both. He just like beats the shit out of him, and he's like, "Oh no, just leave him there because this is his office now." Because that totally makes sense that we shouldn't kill Loomis, right? The one guy who can probably quell Michael Myers, and then Paul Rudd is up in the balcony overlooking this sacred thorn right and he looks to his right and he's just like oh look there's a robe right there i guess i'll just put this on and infiltrate their cult it's very much like star wars where he just puts on the stormtrooper costumes (laughs) i actually one of the things i really admire about the halloween franchise is that uh donald pleasance loomis samuel loomis is like the one person that can maybe save everyone and for some reason it feels to me like predator one versus predator two right we're like the only person that could stop the predator was schwarzenegger or, apparently, Danny Glover. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say that Donald Pleasance needed to wear more tight slacks. Like Danny Glover in Predator 2. Nice. Because <laughs> he wears some real ball-hugging slacks uh, in Predator 2. Well, apparently, Paul Rudd takes over Sam Paul Stephen Rudd. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> Paul Stephen Rudd. <laughs> By the way, for the rest of my life, anytime I talk about Paul Rudd, it's going to be, I'm sorry, Paul Stephen Rudd. I'm sorry. Introducing, Introducing Paul Stephen Rudd. <laughs> First name, introducing. <laughs> Middle names, one last. So, surprisingly, Paul Rudd's career actually took off after this movie. He's the only one that got out of this movie. Donald Pleasance had to die to be remembered after this movie. Exactly. He is Paul dead. Stephen Rudd had to shed his middle name and pretend he was never in this. And it's kind of shocking this franchise didn't die, because 5 and 6 were incredibly low-grossing films, but four years later... Here we come well, back to it. First of all, oh, 1995 or- is one year ahead of a little movie called Scream. Yes. <laughs> so people were sick to fucking death of slashers in 1995. And then Wes Craven, a year later, revived it. And that actually brings us to Halloween H2O, produced by Kevin Williams, who is one of the writers of fucking Scream. And 
chiefly responsible in my eye for half of the horror movies that followed Scream. Oh, and probably God. all of the team well, casting. Thank in you for movie. all of the There's guys. a lot of like, we need to get, like find a way to be kind of meta about this, to be self-referential. I mean, I, everything that followed Scream, although I'm still going to say New Nightmare was first, which Kevin Williams had nothing to do with. New Nightmare was the first in terms of being meta, but yeah. as far as resurrecting the slasher genre... Yeah. That was 1,000% screen. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. agreed. And uh, he was like, okay, so I've got this idea for how to way to fix this thing. But yeah. it's going to main saying four, five, and six never happened. That's no one protest. And it's what I said in the first installment of this whole talk is like, you as a Halloween fan have to decide for yourself where the line of canon ends. And they ended up getting uh, a director here, Steve Miner, yep. who has a solid resume in these films, who directed Friday the 13th 2 and, and 3. He directed House. Man, I'm shocked how many people have never seen House. House I don't mean the, I, I I mean the Japanese... House. Like, Not House Soon. No, no, no. I, I mean, like, the one house. with the greatest American hero in it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Believe it or not, he's in it. And yeah. Warlock, which is also a lot of fun. You know, and it, and it I kind fucking of, love Warlock. It kind of shows in this movie, too, because this movie is miles above, way, it's way better directed than 4, 5, and 6. Alan, what's the plot of this film? Okay, well, it's years later. Jamie Lee Curtis. How many years or, later? If you had to uh, guess, how I'd many say, exact years later would like, this be? Is it 18? No, no it was 20. That's 20 years. It. Yeah, that's <laughs> about 20 years later. H18. Lori Strode has um, faked her death and assumed a new name and is the head mistress of a private school that her not daughter but son, played by Josh Hartnett, attends. And introducing Josh Stephen Hartnett. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in a and, fine tradition of actors that will be much better way after the end. Seriously, like if I would leave my husband for Josh Hartnett today. I, I would get married. If you're and listening, leave my Josh. For Josh Hartnett. You know, my wife is telling me every single day. You know, if Beto was into me, I would totally leave you for him. Thank you, thank you for telling beta. me. Beta, beta, beta. Oh, okay. I was like, if some beta dude was into me, no, <laughs> I like the Courtney's really Got it. All right. Down the list. And, that explains the hulking out. Okay. And <laughs> to come back to the plot, that's pretty much it. Uh, Michael Morris comes back. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis is, uh, or Laurie Strode, I should say, is sort of ready. She's very paranoid of it, but she's not so much prepared. She's definitely afraid of this. She's thing. not prepared the way to the extent where she is in the modern yeah. one, but she's still like, I'm waiting for this. But it's, she has a gun. It's yeah. still a movie dealing with her post-traumatic stress. And here's the craziest part is, yes, this ignores four and five 99.9% nine of the time. Four, five, yeah. and six are complete. Well, the, three, four, five, and six. Well, everything ignores three. Well, but, three is nothing. <laughs> but you can't, they can't entirely ignore it because why the hell does she have to fake her death unless some movie said that she was dead? And the only movie that suggests that she's dead is four. So the very fact that there's a plot line in this where she faked her death means that they're not totally ignoring... Four and five. Well, you know what? And that, it's, it's, I read something that there was a scene shot where, like, a college student there was. is giving a report about these murders, there and was, they describe the events of four, the five, full and six. Scene that still report. has yet to show up on any re-releases of this film, where, uh, like, she's because she's a teacher at the school, a headmaster at the school, and there's a scene where she rushes out of the classroom because the teacher, because the student randomly is doing a report on Michael Myers, is like, oh yeah, here's what happened, and Jamie died, and all this, and she gets starts crying and runs out, they decided to cut that out, and ultimately it was because the director said, or I'm sorry, actually it was not the director, it was Kevin Williamson had the the final word, who said it just overcomplicates things, we want it to be fresh, because a lot of people never even saw 4, 5, and 6. So. Yeah, and, and this is, okay, 
I have gone back and forth so many times in my life about H2O because when I was growing have up you? and oh, I have when I was growing up and getting really into slasher films was right about the time this movie was released. Now I saw the first Halloween when I was 6 years old. Like it was like a big deal for me to get to sit with the grown-ups and watch the grown-up movie. I was like so excited. Oh, I want to take the back. You watched Halloween at 6 years old? Yeah, because my mom and my aunt had a tradition that they would watch it every Halloween and I never got to cuz it was a movie for grown-ups. Ooh. So they let me watch it. At six, and I was so excited to be included in the grown-ups that I wasn't even really scared by it. It was just an exciting thing for me. And I think that's kind of what kicked off my love of horror films. But that Everything being said, it's followed. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. all the people you You're witness to my great yeah. you are witness to my great becoming. That's what I'm saying. All, all those parties, yeah. um, Wait, are you cursed with a thorn? I am not cursed with a thorn, but I am the red dragon. This is my final form. No. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, as I started getting the slashers in like late middle school, high school is exactly when Scream and this movie happened. So I loved this movie when I was younger. And then as I started getting more and more into horror films, I kind of loathed it for a while. And sort of the the scream, the post scream slasher backlash. And the more I revisit these movies, the more I realize this is not a bad movie. No, it's it's, it's not. really not. It, it gives us a it gives us a a note of finality to the relationship between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers that was started by two. That again, if if you decide that the canon ends after one, this makes no fucking sense. But if you buy into two, this is the fucking end note that we always kind of wanted. This is Halloween three, Michael Myers. Yes, yeah. I agree with you. I I I didn't remember that I hadn't seen this film. Isn't that weird to say? Yeah. So many horror films. I was like, I've seen it, right? I must have seen no, it. No, you've seen Scream 2, Urban Legend, yeah. and I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> and the cover. Right. <laughs> and the cover of this movie, it all matches together. Until we were doing the show, it was like, preparing for the show, it was like, uh, I'm... Wow, I never have seen this. Or, before this, Resurrection. Uh, I was shocked, and I will say I came out of it going... This is a pretty solid little fucking. Like, I had a slaughter. I had a similar reaction. I haven't. I, I definitely did see this movie in theaters. I remember, but I was probably like fourteen or fifteen or so. It came out ninety eight, I think. So I would have been right around then. But I watched it for the first time yesterday. Since then, and I was surprised. I was just written off as something that's like I don't like that movie. It's like a bad like scream ripoff, right. like in that thing. But like seeing it a little bit removed from that, it does have some solid moments in it. It's, it's, it's very good. slick. It is very like, it's very well shot. It is very well paced. Um, my biggest complaint with it to this day is that they literally cut and paste uh, score bits from scream. Like I'm not talking, they rip it off. I mean, they literally use the exact same, like orchestral, like, and it was a big thing in the late '90s slashes where it was like something scary would happen. You'd hear, burp, burp, and it was just like, yes, I remember that from Scream. You just keep doing it over and it's over. True, again. they were literally, literally, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you reusing those. But I love bits. the opening of this movie because it starts with Sandman. It starts with uh, Mr. Sandman uh, from, from two. Mr. From two. Sandman. Bring me, Bring me a dream. Oh, I thought you were talking about Metallica. Sorry. <laughs> Make this movie just like that scream. And I agree with you. I think that H2O, I mean, obviously, that's what it's meant to do. It's supposed to pick up where t- where one or two ended. And oh, it's supposed to be canon. And we're we're, ripe- we're wiping out four, five, and six. I have not been drinking is, at all. Which is a good um, decision. It's, yeah. it's the right decision. Yeah, and, and I thankfully because four, five, and six were fucking awful, and then we get back to like, okay, now we can talk about Mike Myers being like, yeah, baby. I mean, almost 
only semi-supernatural, not all supernatural with some weird cult significance. But they also pay a lot of tribute to the original movie because it opens with the nurse who was riding in the station wagon with Donald Pleasance in the first movie right. being the basically the Drew Barrymore yeah. kill of the beginning of the movie and also introduces us to... Joseph Gordon, Stephen. I was actually going to say uh, <laughs> not, not anywhere near his first film, though. Surprisingly, mm. he had had several film that's, roles that's before true. this, as what, opposed to hit about you? Uh, 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 <laughs> as opposed to Josh Hartnett. Ten skates. Oh, okay. I want to get okay. nailed okay. into my okay. face. Is this first Michelle all, Williams' first movie as well? It, it, it might may, be. Yeah, yeah, Michelle Williams. Yeah. I believe it is. A lot of but Joseph this. Joseph Golden Rabbit is like the first person that. <laughs> what are you? Why? It just reminds me of what I called Channing Tatum charming potato. I feel like we're going to call him that from now on. I love it. You should. He's forever Joseph Golden. Okay, first of all, on Reddit, he did an AMA on Reddit where his Asian mom's best friend will not stop calling him Joseph Golden Rabbit, and now he is loving, like, that's his name on Reddit, is Joseph Golden Rabbit, so. I like it. This is I'm not something that I invented. This this is on Reddit, Joseph oh. Golden Rabbit. Um, so Joseph Golden Rabbit, he's the in- intro to this. Uh, uh, he gets Death by Ice Gate, which is amazing. So cool. Yeah. And then so we have, cool. One of the and, best killings in the whole film. Yeah. And then, it's off screen, too. You just see the acting. Yes, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> exactly. It's, really it's so amazing. And then we get fucking LL Cool J. Are you serious? So we have Joseph Golden Rabbit. Ladies love Cool J. Ladies love Cool J. feels like he's kind of the weakest part of this film. Definitely no, completely yeah, useless. I'm not going to say it. And not necessary. Right. I have so many, and I've said this before, I have so many people I've talked to about this franchise who don't know it as well as obsessive weirdo like me does, and they're like, yeah, what's that resurrection one with LL Cool J? I'm like, you're a racist, and that's Busta Rhymes. Uh, you mean you're talking about, like, Deep Blue Sea? Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a Sharks fan. <laughs> like my hat is like Michael Myers' My knife. Michael Myers, okay. But whatever, LL Cool J writing fucking, like, uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey porn. <laughs> so awesome. It's, it's so, but it's your, so pointless. Your bosom is like watermelons. Uh, what kind whatever. of melons? His what? wife's giving him what? so much shit the whole time. But really, but it, baby, I just want to make, you know, I just want to be something It is better. His character is weird because it doesn't add anything. Even plot-wise, he could be completely cut. And it wouldn't change a thing. Can we also point movie. out that his exit from this movie? Anybody. His really exit could. from this movie is Explains. a nervous white lady thinks he's somebody else and shoots him. A white, white man. White man. If that, oh, I'm sorry. A white man who's yeah, like, what's was, that? And shoots him. Like, you want to talk a about a prophetic man. movie? Yeah. His wife, we only hear on the phone, is Lisa Gay Hamilton, who was on The Practice and multiple other things. Like, well known actress, although a lot more from theater, Broadway type stuff. But it was like, Wow, you're a Broadway actress, and your whole role is to go bitch at a little cool J about his writing. Bitch at a cool J that you're <laughs> well, not a very good writer. I feel like that's the really the the only big problem with this movie is that the body count is super fucking low. There's really low. Seven. Seven. only three people. Seven. And oh, most really? of them are off screen. I counted six. Well, half of those kills are off screen. No, 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 I only so, counted uh, three. Two off screen. But seven total, okay. which is a big drop off from the last one, which is like nineteen or something. You know, it's good. Like so. even the fucking kid from Jumanji gets killed off screen. Like oh, what? Oh, what the friends. hell, man? Come on. Okay, seriously. Like I am in love with Josh Hartnett, and 
even I had a hard time dealing with his hair. Like oh, it I, was. So I love that scruffy hair. When L.O. Cool J tells him, "Comb your hair." That has to be an ad lib. What he should have said is, "Comb your hair and stop listening to Creed." God damn it! Because Creed shows up at least twice in this movie. There is a lot of really nice meta moments that aren't even about the Halloween franchise, like Janet Leigh. Uh, shows up in this film, yeah. who is who is of course a Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, as uh, a, a, another person at the school, and she shows up in the car she drove in See, Psycho. Like, oh, this is, and there is literally, literally, literally like, stop saying that word. A, a, a leitmotif from the Psycho Bernard Herman theme do, do, that do, do, plays do. at that point. It goes. Of the do, film. Do, do, See, you know what? That's actually strangely yeah, a thing that exactly. I had, and I was like. I caught it immediately, and I was like, awesome. It's like when you hear the music from Brighter Frankenstein and Small Soldiers, and you're like, ah! It's, it's, it's not enough to where it's like goes into where you can't miss it. Yeah. It's just enough, and it cuts off before it finishes the arc See, of the, yeah, of the yeah. leitmotif. And it's Plus, like, she makes a reference cool. to the, the drains in the girls' showers are clogged. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's like, ah, psycho was See, good. But that's the thing. Cool. Like, That's one of the things that kind of bothered me. Uh, that where it got too much, like the horror reference, the screamy like meta references to horror that exist. Huh? I, I wonder like, who was responsible. Who <laughs> in this? Who in this crew might have been responsible for all the meta referencing of other horror movies? Like, I don't know. I Kevin did, fucking Williams. I didn't mind her like her casting choice as like that figure was Jen. That was a cool. That was a not enough. Essentially, I guess if you don't know, you don't know. But her being in front of the car with the psycho music playing, I was just like. Okay. If, like some dude with a dress just runs up and stabs her, like, yeah. by the way, it's psycho and runs away. It was just, it was just one, it, it almost dipped into like spoof territory. It was just like too, a little too much to me. It's still better than and anything in any of the scary movies. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what's happening at this point, though. They're trying to figure out And they're trying yeah, a little exactly. bit too hard. It's a little overstep. Yeah. I mean, you um, can't, right. you can't yeah, so, be all great. It's true. So, like, if we say, like, the, the fourth one was like, in keeping with what was happening in the 80s and at yeah. the time, this one is trying to do the same thing yep. and not quite nailing it. Well, that's a great, that's no, a great point. I would, it, I would disagree only, and I think it's nailing it. The problem is we don't like <laughs> what was happening. I, I don't feel like oh, it gets fair. it wrong. I feel like it gets it exactly right, and it was just a bad time for horror. Like, it absolutely is nailing the zeitgeist of late 90s, early 2000s slashers. The it's problem, a terrible zeitgeist. The problem <laughs> is that was a bad time. Yeah. Like, All right, there is one fucking kill. Well, not even a kill, but a maiming that I absolutely want to point out is when that one chick with the terrible hair, the 90s, like, like grungy hair, she gets her leg taken out by the oh, dumbwaiter. Dumb great. That's a great... Uh, that yeah. part, I mean, I literally was like... I'll watch. I rewind. They also oh, let's watch this again. They find rewind. her body hung yeah. with like a light. In How, her yeah, I have questions about this because <laughs> the rope that's hanging her is not from her neck. She's somehow like it's in, in her. She's impaled stomach. upon the cord. The light bulb is coming out of her stomach, and it's still working. Yeah, I want to. It's like. There are so many things I want to see that I aren't in the movie. Like Michael takes time really, to craft. Really well, no, like, I want to see the scene where he kills Joseph Gordon-Levitt with that skate, and, like, the first few times, like, God damn, this is really hard, yeah. and, like, slowly, like, moves it up and down until and, it grooves. And what and did Brendan face. Williams die from? She just uh, opened up the door. He got stabbed in the back. Felt, oh. He got stabbed in the back, which, is, oh, which compared to a skate in the face, is kind of low rent, Michael yeah. Myers. Like, come I, on, man. He was tired because he had to slowly move the skate up and down. I did. I do want to move to the next film, uh, film, and the last film we're going to talk about here, and the bonus feature will be me, Alan, and Patience talking about the new Halloween, because I don't want to spoil it. Oh, I appreciate that, yeah. Uh, But 
I do want to say a few things. First off, Michelle Williams being in this is probably because Kevin Williamson was the producer on Dawson's Creek, which he was a big star mm-hmm. on. Which we- is why Joshua Jackson shows up in both Scream 2 and Urban Legends. Indeed. Did you guys notice that, that one of the early scenes with a house has a Cenobite that is yes! literally... I fucking noticed that today when I watched it. Literally. The, it's the fat Cenobite. It, it, it's I the did fat not see Cenobite. It. It is, it's not even like some fake one. It is the model of yeah. it from the film. It's just sitting on the porch. You're like, wait, what? Which, when the, when the, when later in the movie, is they the go... Halloween direction? They, sh- they have Janet Lee, the car, the, like really hitting you over the head with Psycho. Nobody even notices the Cenobite sitting over there. <laughs> I didn't see him. Yeah. Uh, before, yeah, it's you like have to believe blink. It's a blink and you'll miss it <laughs> oh, type cool. thing. I was like, wait, what? Which and he can't do because his eyes are held open by needles. Indeed, <laughs> uh, this was the highest grossing film in the entire series. No, 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 H two O. No, no, H two O. Until until uh, the new one, which broke records. Like, okay. wow, broke records for October, uh, which is a big deal. And it's also next to the first Halloween film, the lowest body count. Yeah, and, and I guess I guess that's a good point. Like, I shouldn't complain about low body counts when I love the first one, but man, I feel like this body count, like, so much happens off screen. It's just really bizarre. So now, a lot of people really despise Halloween Resurrection, which is the last of the original. And those ones. people, I have to say, are correct. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It takes the very satisfying ending of the series of Jamie Lee Curtis straight up axe chopping off the head of Michael Myers at the end, which I was like, I kind of, I was watching it at home. Like I said, first time ever seeing this movie and went, fucking hey, that was amazing. It's a great ending. And I remember this is the movie, H2O to Resurrection is, is the transition that taught me what a screenwriter does because it taught me about when they fail. Because I was 14, watching H2O, loving the ending, and I went, you know, if they were going to do a sequel, and I, I was like, I know it seems impossible, but all they have to do is have Laurie Strode wake up after that van flips over and over again, and she like gets knocked on the head or something, and she imagined how that conflict ends. But she wakes up, and he's just gone. Yeah. I was like, that's all you have to do. They went, they they didn't even think simply. They took the stupidest fuck, they made 14-year-old Brian look like a fucking Oscar-winning screenwriter because <laughs> their interpretation of how to bring him back was, oh, he killed an EMT and broke his, his larynx, larynx and then he put him in the, I'm like, and it's, fuck you. And that's all all known and told to us by a nurse in the Dude, psych ward. there is suspending your disbelief and there's For jumping like over the canyon seconds. of disbelief like fucking evil Knievel over snake. River Canyon. That's bullshit. It's so bad. They totally do that. They're just like, everyone loved H2O's ending. Yeah. Like, everyone went, finally, we get the film that feels like the true Halloween. She, and in a very satisfying sequence, she like takes him out. It's like, no, Laurie Strode wins. End of story. Well, guess what? The producers were like, we'll only let you film that. If we're allowed to go ahead and film what happens for the next one. Uh, now, I did... Okay, so... They, they filmed the, 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 the fix sequence at the beginning of this film where it's like, oh, here's what actually happened that Brian good. just said while they were filming H2O. Uh, so, it's so four bad, years, uh, Yeah, and then they released it four years later. It's like shooting the Matrix um, sequels back-to-back, and that yeah. worked out really well. For yeah. me. So, the, I had never real. seen Resurrection before. I, well, now it's your job good to tell for the you. plot. Um, okay. No one introduced. No, no one interrupt patients. I want to hear right. her version of the plot of this yeah. film. 
It's all on you, baby. Okay, so it begins with uh, 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 Brian Salisbury <laughs> giving me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say it begins with Brian Salisbury at 14 years old, figuring out the better way to do this ending. <laughs> a young boy. Okay, so Lori uh, Strode is in, an, is in an asylum. And um, she is being, um, she's she's not taking her meds, and she's <laughs> totally lying, and because she knows Michael Myers is coming for her, and he does, and um, she dies. She rigs up a fucking like first Weird. year Boy Scout trap on yeah, the roof for him. It's, it was Israel, and then she's oh. like she's traumatized because she knows that the last guy that she thought was Michael Myers who was just an innocent paramedic with his larynx crushed, that she killed him. Which, by the way, um, you would die. Like, if someone crushes your larynx, yeah, you don't get up and attack was, someone in a van going, a It's me! That's it's me! Which you can't breathe anymore. You would just be go, fucking yes. dead. Uh, and this is... you. And then from there... If you think that's the stupidest thing this movie is going to do, don't worry, because the rest of this is, we're going to create a reality web series about visiting haunted houses called Dangertainment. Dangertainment, and, um, which is helmed by n- no one other than Busta, Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks. Which I'm gonna digress Protect your neck, folks, a, it gets worse. A little bit right now, because, Can't um, get any better than Busta Rhymes in this movie. Well, hold on, Tyra Banks, too. I, I mean, well, That's and uh, yeah, class. you're right. It and makes the sloppiest right cappuccino I've ever seen in my life. So they're <laughs> doing this reality television show because that's so 2002, where they have these giant fucking like cameras that you can totally not see because they're giant, and they're going to Michael Myers's house. They're giant, which they're- somehow has not. Been demolished at all. What by the, the way, actual ex- fuck has expanded to like eight times the size it initially was. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like, like Graceland. They keep building onto it. it. Slightly smaller that. than the mansion in five. Definitely bigger than the house in one. <laughs> it's, 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 so one it's like ever changing. Like constantly finding new rooms. I'm like, yeah. where were these well, rooms? And here's the the worst part is it's not it's not a reality TV show. It's reality web content that they keep claiming. They're going to get rich off of, despite the fact that they're streaming it for free. Dangertainment. <laughs> it's, it's basically two thousand and two. It's a precursor to YouTube Brian. that they think they're going to get rich off of by charging no one for it. We <laughs> all had blackberries, okay? Yeah, Just but fucking calm down. A first bit. rule of economics: if you give it away for free, you're not getting rich off of it. Blackberries and hotmail concept. Hotmail addresses. <laughs> <Proof of> concept. <laughs> Buster, I was walking around the like hotel room. I'm going to come up with a proof of concept while I watch this karate movie and drink this water. All right, so patience, what happens next? So that's that's what it is. They're filming a reality tele- television show helmed by Buster Rhymes, who is um, obsessed with Michael... Okay, so there's this point, and obviously we're spoiler heavy. If you haven't listened to this show, you should probably know that This movie spoils itself, heavy. guys. So there's this point where Michael Myers is being... Followed by Buster Rhymes in a Michael Myers <laughs> costume. I, I honestly love this. I would have favorite scene. This was the okay. Seriously, this is the best part of the whole entire fucking movie because Buster Rhymes as Michael Myers just starts fucking berating him and is like, just 
you're giving him the what for or the what to. And, he, and Michael Myers is just so confused that he just, like, turns he literally and turns and walks away. I mean, yeah. it's like, he says, I don't know if I can kill this guy. Well, I'm too Well, confused. I mean, he doesn't actually say that, but he says that with his eyes. What he says with his eyes is, are you LL Cool J? <laughs> No? Okay. It should, it should be well, said I that... I try to kill Alec. Buster Rhymes does think that this is another crew member set up for a scare. Don't <laughs> apologize for the movie. Don't do that. I mean, Don't do that. I'll, I'll say, like, uh, I get, we were mentioning Tyra Banks. She's barely in the film. Yeah, Thank God. Yeah, she only has, like, this terrible. weird, like, dance. Her thing. ass is more in this movie it's than she is. So, I, I have it written in my notes. It's such a, like, gross grotesque ass shot of Tyra yeah. Banks. Oh, yeah. When she gets up to the cappuccino, the camera like dips down and follows her butt and then dips back up to her. It's like, uh, it's America's it's, Next Stop Gluteus. It is yeah. so <laughs> gratuitous. It just blows my mind. The biggest issue this film has, which makes it like arguably the worst film, I, I'm going to say that, although I'm going to defend why it's not, is that it takes that really great ending of H2O where you're like, yes, we got closure, and finds a way to rewrite it where it's like, that it's, sucks. It's the classic thing that's, that's happening. And then shows us, which should never, ever happen, like... Jamie Lee Curtis getting killed on camera yeah. in, in a Halloween film in, in, un, in a really like lame. not noble so yeah, lame. Cool very, very, it's yeah. almost like a pratfall way it's, it's, just like, lame. it's so it's like let's, it's just like Rachel in Halloween 5 where it's like yeah we just need to get her out of here which she was in and, and, and I feel like so it's like just get me out of here one of the other reasons that this is if not the worst, one of the very worst is you have Rick Rosenthal, who did two, which is a good Halloween sequel, coming back to do this fucking direct. Yeah. And and I mean, and it's got a decent cast. It's got Katie Sackhoff. Uh, it's oh, got. Yeah, I forgot about Katie Sackhoff. Uh, Sean Patrick Thomas, I think his name is from Save the Last Dance. It's got the fucking kid from Rookie of the Year. Like it, it's not a terrible gathering of teenagers. But they just give them fucking nothing to do as they're wandering around this house. Buster Rhymes, honestly, is the most charismatic one of the bunch, which Hell. is troubling and a half. I, will say, I do love Buster Rhymes as a rapper. I'm a big hip-hop guy. I love him. Man, oh man, is he bad at this movie. No, he's, he's so bad at this movie that he almost transcends it to being fun. To I agree. I, I was endeared to him. I love when he's... Trick-or-treat, motherfucker. Yeah, I, mean, I love it when he's like, narrating his every action. Why does he do that? I don't know. I, I love it, though. I love it. He's I'm walking around his hotel room like, I'm watching karate movies. Somebody's uh, knocking at my door. I'm going to drink some water. My shoes just, untied. He's yeah, just so extra. Like so insane. so, like, I'm avoiding there. I kind of... I agree. This is bad. It's like it's a couple years after Blair Witch Project, and they're clearly also trying to get some of that reality camera stuff going on in here. They're not really sure what to do. They're also going, oh, reality shows are big. They're trying to tie off of a lot of desperate, like, uh, we think this is stuff people like, which is very typical for horror. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and failing miserably. But there's some genuinely laugh-out-loud funny sequences that were not supposed to be as funny as they thought they were, more laughing at them than with them. Like like you said, that sequence with where uh, Buster Rhymes is dressed up as Michael, and the real Michael shows up, and he just berates him, and Michael is just too baffled to kill the I guy. I feel like that really would have been the better. Only thing that I laughed If they so had hard. cut the entire storyline of the little asshole kids... From the college, watching them live at the party, who, by the way, are dressed like Jules and Vincent from Pulp Fiction, and they're both definitely white, so... (laughs) 
Just going to point that so out. A little troubling. Jules and Vincent, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> you watched a different Pulp Fiction cut than I did. <laughs> We're definitely going to need shotguns for the patients. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and the strobe lights in Pulp Fiction really fucked with God me. God damn so. <laughs> Yeah, that, that whole, I, I will say about Resurrection, it's the first movie in the series that I think is truly, like, can be qualified as so bad it's good territory. Four, five, and six are bad. I agree with half of that statement. But like, <laughs> but like four, five, and six are bad, but they're kind of boring and slogs, and if you really love the series, they're frustrating. This is just so stupid and far away from anything of the, like, after you after you're past the Jamie Lee Curtis scene, it's nothing to do with the lore. It's nothing. It's the simplest plot ever. It's a dumb slasher movie that's really really bad and really funny because it's so stupid. Yeah, fours can be a little dull at points, but it's not terrible. Dull? No, no five it's is flat out ter- terrible. Yeah. Six mm-hmm. is unbelievable. So is that? Terrible. By the way, I was going to ask you: Is that I, how we're going to wrap this up by just giving uh, a total like we don't, yeah, ranking? We don't do a ranking. No, yeah. we don't do ranking. I'm ready for rankings right now. I'll do it. I'll, 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 I'll rank the fuck out of this. We can. Well, we should we should wait till we do the new one too. Fine. Oh yeah, that's true. You guys, you guys could probably like. I, yeah, my ranking is going to disinclude the uh, the new one because I haven't seen it. Uh, I can't believe you haven't seen it. No, I feel I, like you of anyone would have been like I'm it was okay. So I had to work through Fantastic Fest, and it literally showed at five o'clock. So it was like, yeah, but it's in theaters now. All right, let's just yeah. Uh, I should be there right now instead of doing this bullshit with you guys. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait, you have a family and kids in response. Can we yeah. do uh, on a scale of one to uh, resurrection? H2O. Resurrection. <laughs> one, one to one resurrection. To, one to curse of Michael Myers. One, one being the best, resurrection being the worst. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone agrees that That's, Halloween is the best. Yeah, it's no one's going to have a different movie at number one. No one's yeah. going to be like, well, I think Season of the Witch is actually the best Halloween like, movie. Like, I'm pretty sure Chris is going to say Season of the Witch is well, his let's, favorite Let's movie. just say, like, Season of the No, Halloween, the original, is the best. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely No the question. Best. But let's, like, pull Season of the Witch out of this because it's not a Michael Myers so, film. So, four through Resurrection. So, if we're taking Season of the Witch out for me, it would be one, four, two, uh, H2O. Then probably five six, five six resurrection. Yeah, <laughs> my phone number ends in resurrection. One four I think I read two. your list online just yeah. earlier today, and it's exactly. I that. think mine's exactly the same as except I have One resurrection ahead two. of six, which is like splitting shit. Like yeah. pulling like the kernels out of a I, piece of shit. I had like, slightly more fun with the resurrection than it was six. Six was kind of hard to get through. That's resurrection. True. I laughed a bunch when I was watching it because I was like, I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, though, I think my list is exactly the same as it's six. actually Halloween Steve and resurrection. No, I, I want to know what your yes. one four two uh, resurrection. No, for me it's one four two H two O then five six resurrection. Mine's exactly that. So resurrection then six. Yeah. Follower. No, hey, he, that's, he, that's the list. Maybe it's it's accurate. He, he split the hairs enough. The hairs on Michael Myers' mask that keep changing. He yeah. split them. If there's anything, it's four and two. I could maybe on a certain day flip them, but I think uh, I still go four. Yeah, two. rewatching two. It's not great. It's it's, okay. it's a it's a decent sequel. I think it probably gets a lot more credit in hindsight. But yeah, I, I think four is a better sequel than patience. Two, what is your list? You're dying to tell us. No, I just I'm I'm ready for. She's the literally hate. doing Buddha moves. Like, yeah, I'm like, doing, like one of those I'm films. Like, one of those wushu films where the main character does a... You're doing like full downward-facing down. Loomis right now. And, and how how like, great would it be if he was like number one? Uh, it's downward-facing Stephen Loomis. I, so met this, I met this boy um, with amazing uh, chi. I, 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 that's because everyone's going to hate me. I think that it's one, two, Rob Zombie, one... Oh. 
Sorry. 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 For the record, my none bad. of those sounds are from me. My bad. That was my bad. I'm sorry. I, just I made a face, but I didn't say so anything. H2O, <laughs> Resurrection, 3456. Wow. Rob hey, Zombie First of all, you... We took three out and then you put it back in. So bravo, because yeah. you technically ranked it higher than we did because we didn't rank it. <laughs> if I had to rank three, I think it'd be after one. If uh, yeah, yeah. Me too. yeah, I think it's the second I, best I in this series. I literally put it like Agreed. actually before actually, four, no, five, six. I wouldn't. Yeah. One, four, three. No, I would say one. H2O, the new one, and then three. Oh. And yeah. see, I, I feel like when I see the new one, it might oh, fuck up my entire list. Oh, I didn't even list. think it, about the new one. Yeah, would we... That's, yeah. That's if I'm going sad. the new one in there, then my list is definitely... So mine is the really, first really one, sad. and then Season of the Witch, and then Halloween Town, and then uh, The Child <laughs> of the Dreaded Sundown, Black Christmas, and... Wait, wait what are we doing? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Urban <laughs> Legends okay. at the bottom. Have you guys ever this seen that movie? All right, first Try and get unplugged. Put the plug back in. It's got a plug. It just goes right into the back of the room. I'm actually more on hit. I would rather watch those movies. Oh, because that was a joke. But no, okay, that's good to know. What's wrong with Town the Dreaded Sundown? I like, like that. That's, that's nothing's wrong with it. It's just not a Halloween film. Just yeah. not a Halloween movie. I mean, if you're going to kill someone with a, a knife taped to the end of a trombone, then yeah, I mean, that's, that's a movie for you. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Nick, did you have a feeling about this, about rankings? Uh, the rankings are pretty loose for me, but I would say... Rob Zombie's place probably pretty far down the list. Oh, we're not talking about Rob Zombie. So we're, well, I, we're not talking about Rob I thought we all agreed on this page. The third one also should be included with it. So, so I'd say uh, first, fourth, second, and then the rest of them. That's a fair. Yeah, that's fair. We all agree. All right. So the, <laughs> we definitely decided we, we all did not all agree. agree. Yeah. So <laughs> Even ends, though we don't agree, but we agree. I yeah. agree with that. That ends our Halloween review. Except for if you are a subscriber to one of us.net, you can get at the uh, what level should I put it at, patient? Uh, I see brown coat. Brown coat level, uh, you can get our review of me, Alan, and Patience talking about the new Halloween film in the context of all of this and probably being a little drunk doing it. But it should be fun. I'm totally not, not drunk at all. Please continue to listen to Deliberations of Doom. I can't wait to see what happens next. We've got to discuss it. I want to hear from the fans what they want us for our next concept to talk about. Um, as far as I know, I thought that we were going to maybe do witches. I, I like witches. Suspiria so is I coming would, up. Uh, yeah, except for Suspiria. Um, that's what? Jesus. Alan, yeah. you can shut the fuck up. Or we're not doing <laughs> Don't tell the new guy to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was just suggesting a new no, release about witches. I hate Suspiria. <laughs> Suspiria is not coming out because I said so. No one. It's Patience going back where it came from. Patience is like. The 70s. I think I can speak with some amount of certainty that no one likes I Suspiria. love Alan, just not mm. when he suggests Suspiria. Mm. The new Suspiria. Old Suspiria is fine. Whatever. I, I want to go with the ghost movies things myself. Well, you want to see ghosts? Yeah, I want to What do you think, ghosts. Nick? Nick, Alan, what do you guys think? Ghosts. Two hours on Dr. Giggles. All right. See you next week. Not Brian. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I honestly, half of me wanting to do Ghost is just wanting an excuse to rewatch The Frighteners. Uh, oh, no. Any time. Getting back to Peter Jackson's <laughs> old school good stuff. Like, yeah. I'm on board with that, too. Okay, though. so I'm, I'm we're talking about well. our November episode. So, yeah, what's more Thanksgiving-y than Ghosts? Well, we have a Facebook page, a Twitter page, a Instagram page. Page where we, we have constantly all of the post new stuff on there. Please get involved. 
say your piece. We want to hear from you, and we do listen. We want to hear what you guys want to say. And, uh, well, like I said, let us know. And thank you once again, Brian Salisbury from Junk Food Cinema. Thank you, Brian. It was my pleasure. The incredible Junk Food Cinema. Oh, come on. shit. I don't always agree with you guys, but, <laughs> but I mostly love the, like you. But I love the fact that you can defend stuff so eloquently that I don't even like that at the end I'm like, wait, do I not like that? No wait, I have to I have to reassure myself. That's I don't the like mental gymnastics we like to uh, I'm serious, like, to like Brian is like the fucking like Halloween guru. So who else would we have on this episode <laughs> kind of than the expert of Halloween? And I just want to welcome our new members. Alan and Nick. Yes. From Deliberation. I'll shut the fuck up now. You should definitely. Your job is to not shut the fuck up. I'm pretty sure Chris told me to shut the fuck up like the first three Leogs I was on. So it's a right and I don't remember. Do you remember how much we drank during those early Leogs? There's no way. Are you about to pull your mask? No. Are you about to pull your mask off and be Grant? It's entirely possible. If I'm like a Halloween 4, you can apparently just rip people's faces off with your bare hands. So, yeah. And even though we don't have League of Extraordinary Gentlemen anymore, we still have The Gathering, which is every other, every other which week. is a subscriber. Although, missing a week because of the fact because that it's, it's Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, so. And I, I, I neglected to say this on the last one, but uh, Junk Food's on Twitter, at Junk Food Cinema, and Patreon.com slash Junk Food Cinema. We don't really care. Well, no, but we they do. might. I'm, they I'm might. Get a plug, get a plug the oh podcast. Gosh, Diapers yes. are expensive, so I just wanted to throw so that out. Out there, Chris, yeah, I'm just mortified. You, know, he, Honestly, you don't know I'm, that I'm okay. joking by no, now. No, I know you are. I, <laughs> of course, we I, love Brian Salisbury. It's weird that I don't listen to a lot of my friends' podcasts. What? You don't listen to Junk Food Cinema? I, They're I, fucking amazing. I, <laughs> I was about to this say, is, is great? No, I was about to say that's one of the few I do listen. You're to. such a cunt. What? A, what is a rope no, She insults them. So you can defend them. So she can insult you and defend them. I just said I did. And she's it's like, like trying to debate your conservative uncle on Facebook. <laughs> it's like nothing I can say is going to make oh, this better. What about the emails? But, <laughs> but Chris's emails. I like, I'm like, there's nothing else I can. I feel at this point I have to go like, why are you listening to us when you could be listening to Junk Food Cinema? So why yes, Pornhub.com. Like, hey, how much money you? did he give you? <laughs> um, well, I mean, he poured me a shot of your own whiskey. Oh, so, so my whiskey yeah. that he yeah. poured. Yeah. This, is, this is how I operate. <laughs> this is All my right. business model, you guys. Alright, but that's the end of this episode. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>